And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Yes, talk, Zach. Wait till he becomes a defensive player of the year under Mike Brown. Brick for Vic. Brick for Vic. Brick for Vic. Brick for Vic. There's this thing on. One, two, Mike, shake, one, two. And the communication, that's your glue. Man, this is our city. This is our city, man. We did it, man. It's unbelievable. I feel like Black Jesus. We've seen the story before. We've seen the story Welcome before. to the Athletic NBA Show. Monday through on the Athletic Podcast Network. Welcome to Party of Hit. No, let me stop by Zach. Let me stop by Zach impersonation. <laughs> we need to keep that in. I do have a take. Welcome back to Point of Contention, five topics, five minutes, five points of contention, 2022. Coming up on the show, Nets willing to do anything? Jimmy Butler locked in again. Can Miles Turner the table for LA? Tanks for nothing. And are the woeful warriors getting rooked? Today is November 3rd. Happy Sandwich Day. On this day in 1957, the Soviet Union launched Sputnik 2, which carried the dog Laika. The first living creature to be shot into space and orbit Earth. Jade, play the tape. Laika was a stray dog in Russia. She was selected to be sent into outer space. The aim was to learn how long a dog can last in space. With a rapid breath and pounding heart, Laika rode a rocket called Sputnik 2 into Earth orbit on November 3rd, 1957. Did, did, did she ever come back? Come here, Laika. Come here, girl. Frightened, overheated, and cramped, she gave her life for Soviet Union involuntarily. This was a suicide mission because the satellite was not destined to bring her back to Earth. All right, let's get to our contestants. In this corner, loud mouth of... I don't know if I like it that. The loud mouth of South D, the most braggadocious Beantown bench warmer on a college team that went 2-21. and 21. He writes Celtics. He reps Kings. And he still believes in Aaron Kraft, Eric Devendorf, and anybody else who flamed out from college on their way to the basketball tournament. Ride with Len him Elmore's. on Peloton. Let no more gang. At the kid, at the god, it's Jay Sacramento King. Jay, what's your favorite sandwich? Uh, I gotta go with steak and cheese, probably. Mm, okay, that's not bad. That's not a bad one. Is there is there a particular spot you think of where it's just like anywhere you can get a steak and cheese? There's this place called Bennett Sandwich in Boston that I'll order two of their steak and cheeses. Like one for lunch and one for dinner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. And so uh, I guess that's a little window into my troubles there. Is a uh, is a cheesesteak a sandwich? I I think you can label it a sandwich. Then why isn't a hot dog? Because a hot dog, hot dog's a sandwich. Hot dog is just a hot dog. That doesn't make any sense. I, Not at all. Uh, yeah, but it's just a hot dog. You're wearing a tank top right now. What happened? What's happening? You just come from from a game practice. What are you What are you doing? You guys getting the just, two and twenty one? Took a shower and back together. I just took a shower. Unnecessary detail. And in this corner, the most versatile media member the Bay Area has ever seen. He's written three books with ridiculously long titles you can find in bookstores everywhere. Even those bookstores. He's the friend from Frisco, the bro from Berkeley. He puts the sauce in Sausalito. He puts the media in Alameda, the AO in Vallejo, (laughs) the Petty in Petaluma. But more importantly, he's the OG from Oakland. It's Marcus S. Thompson. Marcus. What's your favorite sandwich? Me and my two wives. Easy, Lou. Yo, yo, yo. To me, it's got to be a fried chicken sandwich. What? Okay, hold on. What kind of fried Lou chicken? Lou Williams over here. 
Be talking kind of Korean right? fried chicken, hot fried I mean, like hot chicken. Wrong? It's That's only Korean fried chicken for him. The versatility of the chicken sandwich, man. Like you no, can go but, many no, ways. but there are different tiers of it. Like I love a southern fried chicken and throw it in a sandwich and everything. I'm good with that. But the Korean fried chicken, I don't think can be. Beat. It's a tough call. I'm just saying. Are we just gonna hype up Korean fried chicken every week on this podcast? Like at some yeah, point, when it stops, I, when it stops being amazing, we'll stop talking about it. Okay. Spoiler alert! Next week, more Korean fried chicken talk. There's this citric, this citric like fried chicken sandwich in in Oakland that I'm like addicted to. Oh, man. it's the I might be addicted so to. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, I might be. Addicted I feel like to. if you have to say you might be addicted to something, you, you are probably addicted are to. Probably addicted, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah, if I you think scratch so. your neck while you say it, like I might be <laughs> yeah. addicted to. This. Yeah, I'm like oh, this, you know, I might be addicted to this <laughs> All right, tick off the banter box there, Jade. Start the clock. Take one. The greatest shit show on earth. In a stunning turn of events on Tuesday, the Nets fired Steve Nash, as many predicted and some requested, and then finalized the deal to hire suspended Boston Celtics coach Ime Udoka. What in the actual and literal f*** is happening in the middle of another Kyrie Irving maelstrom? My name translates into the Hebrew language as Yahweh. Like, no, let me see if there any documentaries on Yahweh. We're now share it on my platform in terms of the backlash for what people call it. In terms of the backlash for uh, what we're people in 2022. call it. Uh, we're in 2022. The Nets, who have lost six of eight games to start the season, decided to bring back Yudoka, who was an assistant coach under Steve Nash prior to the Celtics gig. Jade, play the tape. Bring out your days. Sean, considering that long-standing relationship, uh, how much input did you solicit from the players, particularly your stars like Kevin and Kyrie, in making this decision? And what changed, I guess, from in seven games from training camp to now? Yeah, um, uh, zero. There was zero input from from any of the players on this. I think this was a decision that uh, we didn't need that. Um, Steve and I didn't need that. Um, obviously, I, I've talked to Joe about this, but um, the players were not consulted. They were they were told ahead of time that this was the direction we were going to today, but. Um, I, I don't think we needed that, uh, you know, that, that input right now. Udoka has a long history with Nets general manager Sean Marks, dating back to them working together with the San Antonio Spurs. According to ESPN, the independent law firm probe into Udoka found that he used crude language in his dialogue with a female subordinate before the start of an improper workplace relationship with the woman, an element that significantly factored into the severity of his suspension with the Celtics. And allegedly a lot more that has not been reported for some reason. As Rob Mahoney of The Ringer put it, quote, the Brooklyn Nets aren't just the greatest shit show in the NBA, but a shit show so colossal as to have its own gravitational pull to perpetuate bizarre decisions in a kind of relentless feedback loop, turning bad to worse to truly inexplicable. My name translates in the Hebrew language as Yahweh. So, Meanwhile, Kevin Durant said he was shocked. Ouch! He said he was shocked when he learned of Steve Nash's exit. This just a few months removed from Durant's ultimatum to fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks. First off, I guess, when did you find out about Steve? How were you informed? About 1.15, I woke up from my nap and turned to the right and seen it on ESPN. And what were your, I mean, initial reaction? I mean, everybody knows what's what went on this summer, but what was your first thought when you saw that? Oh, uh, shocked. I mean, you're always shocked when a move like this happens, but it's normal in the NBA, you know, so it's about getting ready for the game that, tonight. So um, it's a quick turnaround always in the league, you know, especially during the season. Um, you know, you got practice games coming up, so you can't think too much about it, but... You know, um, it was on the mind for a little bit today. Really, that shot, KD? You sure about that? You sure about that word choice? For, I mean, a guy of your stature, were you consulted at least beforehand? Even no. though you didn't know for a certainty. No, I mean, you could come on. I mean, I'm a, let's be real. We're pros. We, we're veterans. You know, we had a tough start. It was a rocky year last year, rocky summer. Uh, we knew that everybody was being evaluated. That's just how it is in the league, you know? So, um, you know, I like working with Steve. I like working with the coaching staff. It was a, a roller coaster the last few years, but, you know, the core of it, basketball, is something that we all love to do, you know. So 
regardless of who the coach, regardless of you know the circumstances, still got to come to work. So I enjoy coming to work with Steve. Marcus, there's a lot to unpack here. What the fuck? Like, is the hiring of Udoka a clear sign of the Nets' willingness to win at any cost? Well, who said anything about winning first? <laughs> well, I think that's the goal. I, I'm going to assume that that's, that that's no, the goal. <laughs> no, you, 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 we all missed it. The Forbes valuation list came out, and uh-huh. the Warriors were number one with like $7 billion. But what everybody didn't look at was the mm-hmm. operating income. And the Warriors were number one at two hundred and six million. Guess Ooh. what the Nets were? Minus thirty four million. The Nets have decided. You know what? We got to make tough. some money somehow. That's tough. Let's yeah. get this reality show cracking. All drama is good drama. Let's pay two head coaches at once. <laughs> like <laughs> clearly, this basketball thing isn't working. So let's create mm-hmm. a reality TV show. And mm-hmm. you know what? This is actually good. The good business right here, right? Let's let's drum this up. The Nets are not good, and yet we constantly talk about them. So hey, I think this plan might be working. Winning aside, Jay, it's what do we do here? It's just utter madness. Uh, the Kyrie stuff is just bad, and it seems to get worse every day. To the point where Sean Marks came out and said that they can't have him talk to the media because you can't trust him. You know what? Let me see if there are any documentaries on Yahweh. They need to let him simmer down. Of course you can't trust him. Of course you can't trust him. Obviously you can't trust him. Uh, He's 30 years old, by the way. I just want to remind everybody he's 30 years old. And yeah, now that's an NBA 30, though. That's like <laughs> now they've when you got the league at 19, that's 11 <laughs> years, which is really like five years in real life. Yeah. And now they've hired a coach who the Celtics deemed unfit to coach them even after he took them to the finals. So that's a window into how seriously the Celtics took the situation. And the Nets are like, yeah, whatever, man, he's, he's going to be the hard ass we need. And he's going to come in. He's going to be able to connect with Durant and Irving and bring Ben Simmons to a new level. And he might honestly, he, he was very good good in Boston. He, really turned them around. He told them the truth and they listened to him and they respected him. And I think there are a lot of players in Boston now that are very confused and shocked and look at how their coach after six games is now coaching the Nets six games. That's how long basically his suspension lasted because the Celtics allowed him and the Celtics had to allow this too. For no compensation. And did get compensation. Yeah, it was like, you know, that's, how bad, for no that's compensation. how bad they wanted him out and wanted no legal battle in any of what was about to happen after this season. They're just like, let's get, they, get it done. They were just like, yeah, you know what? You can go coach a rival who has still has a lot of talent and still has like two amazing pieces. Uh, if Kyrie can stay focused and. So one, what, one <laughs> amazing piece, and whatever it's, Simmons can be. It, it's it's stunning, though, and there are so many layers to it. Uh, but basketball wise, I really think he could be a very good fit for Brooklyn. What about Marcus? What about culture wise? Because like that is a word we throw around what very culture? loosely. They have well, none. that's exactly but, like but so. I, that's where Ema might be good though. At what about the one. organizational culture, though? Like, yes, he may create a basketball culture, which is clearly very needed. But what the fuck is going on with this organization? I don't like. Can he make it worse? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Like, it, <laughs> I, look, I don't want anyone to answer that with "hold my beer." Okay, like we shouldn't ask. Like, hey, I mean, how worse can it get? It could get. I, I believe it could. I don't know how, but I believe it could. The, the organizational culture can't really fix now. Like, I don't think you can fix that right now. The best hope you have is to create some kind of basketball culture to somehow yeah. salvage this season. And there's still plenty of talent on their roster. We all, like, absolutely do not believe in them now. So they could literally go with us against the world and all that yeah. other stuff. Like, like, Ime could pull this out of them. And they still have Kevin Durant, right? <laughs> and they still have, like, pieces who, like, I feel like when Seth Curry gets healthy, when when Joe Harris yeah, gets I mean, a Seth's rhythm, amazing. like, like this, good, yeah. this stuff matters. They, they can be a good team, but Ime is proven to be a good coach. Like, right now, like, on a serious tip, if they just figure out a way to focus everything on basketball, 
that's the best thing for them. Now, I don't know how Ime can do that. Maybe it's like uh, uh, in the West Wing when Alan Alda's character just said, hey, man, we're going to do one press conference and I'm going to take every question you got, every one of them, and then this is it. I'm going I'm to dry you out. They need one of those yeah. moments because he's going to have to answer some questions, and yada, right? But yeah. if somehow you get past that, and you could just focus on hoop. Like, I've literally seen it work with Mark Jackson and the Warriors, right? Like, let's close this locker room off. Let's keep everything yeah. out. And somehow yeah. you make it. Like, that's, you could salvage some hoop games that way. And that's probably the best yeah. hope they have. It just seems so, like a desperation swing, right? Like, oh, super desperate. This is as desperate super as it desperate. gets, a last yeah. ditch effort to try to salvage. I the mean, who else Kevin was taking the job? Irving era. Who else was taking that job? Kenny Atkinson. That's a tough job. Steve Nash is a luckiest no, man. Kenny Atkinson walked away from. No, nah, he walked away from Charlotte. Like I'm cool. What would he have done to Brooklyn? Remember when Mike Brown popped up at Chick Fil A and was like so happy after the Lakers fired him? Yeah, I feel like Steve Nash is going to pop up at a Chick Fil A. Like of just, just so excited. Nah, Steve Nash is going to pop though. up at a Tottenham Hotspurs UEFA <laughs> Champions League game. That's pick up <laughs> soccer with Mo Dequeu. You know what I'm saying? Our spirit was great. We were connected. <laughs> hard we're willing to do the extra things the little things you know especially the we had a tired group at the end there all right take two the butler did it again miami heater off to a disappointing three and five start but miami star jimmy butler hasn't had his confidence shaken at all quote we're still going to win the championship and i don't care what nobody says butler said he really doesn't the Kings. care what anybody says quote count us out we're going to win the fucking championship. I'm telling you, I don't give a damn that we started two and five. Jimmy, whatever it takes, Butler was just one member of the Heat to remind the media that it's still early in the season. Miami coach Eric Spolstra said his team is, quote, not in a panic about it. End quote. Who could forget Jimmy Unplugged? No stranger to being locked in. Said to our colleague Sam Amick at the beginning of the 2020 NBA season, quote, I'm so fucking locked in right now, and I'll do whatever it takes to win. However, last March, Big Face Butler said this to the AP, quote, too much of a good thing is always a bad thing. I live by that. I try to take it day by day, realizing that I do keep the main thing the main thing. That is basketball. But if I'm too locked in, I forget about everything else, (laughs) everybody else, and I don't want to do that. I'd also like to remind everybody that Jimmy Butler once said he removed the rearview mirror from his car because he doesn't look back in life. And I cannot stress enough what a hazard that is, no matter how locked in you are. Like, please don't review any mirrors from your car. As long as you got the side mirrors. (laughs) Most people say stuff like this and it's so annoying. And you just want to. It's so great with with Jimmy Butler. I just kind of believe him. So, Jay, you and your belief in Jimmy Butler, can Jimmy and the Heat. Lock in to 2022-2023 season and write this ship. No. No. What? They're not talented enough. They What? They don't have the same defensive pedigree they did last season. Losing P.J. Tucker is a big deal. They, they didn't replace that type of player. Kyle Lowry is another year older. Adebayo and Jimmy, you can still sag off those guys to some extent. And... I just don't see that roster as good enough. Spolstra is a wizard. They'll win a lot of games. They're just not as good as they have been and not as good as they were last season. Marcus, are you locked in? No, I'm not actually. Okay. <laughs> I'm, but I'm are the, the Heat locked in? Are the Heat going to get locked in? I think the not. problem is they are locked in. Like, it's game eight, and Jimmy Butler's already having to give Battle of Gettysburg speeches. Like, no, this- he, he, he wakes up on a Tuesday morning in the offseason and does the same I, stuff. I guarantee he's at a restaurant. He's at Boca de Pepo, and they say, Sir, fresh ground pepper on your salad? And he says, I'm going to win the fucking championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jimmy is locked in, like, way too early, buddy. Hold on. And then he's turning around, and it's like, well, who, so who's with me? And it's like, Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson, right? <laughs> They've already dusted off Duncan Robinson. They're playing like yeah, eight hey guys. man, he looked good against the Warriors. Yeah, he did. Against people who aren't playing defense, that's not going to yes. win your championship. <laughs> <laughs> We've already seen this. I, I do think that's a problem. He's turning around like, yo, who's with me? Bam's with him. Kyle's with him, but Kyle's like 36, about to be 37. That, that ain't the same yeah. with him. 
PJ, T- I agree. Like, PJ Tucker was that dude. To me, like, one of the keys is going to be Gabe. Like, Gabe is actually really good. And if yeah, he, if he takes another level, that, like, might be enough. But he needs somebody to ride with him. Like, you got to beat Milwaukee. Hold on. Right? You got to beat Philly. Guys, guys. We got Max Struess in there, who's, I believe, in a contract year and really good. Max Struess is really good. That dude's going to get $15 million in the summer. Like, he's really good. But last year, they were just street fighters. Like, Bam, PJ, Jimmy, and Kyle Lowry is, like, the toughest quartet in the league. That was just, they knew they were going to be bleeding. Everybody else around them was going to be bleeding. That was going to be their style. I just don't know what their identity is now. Like, are you an offensive-minded team that throws out Hero I, and when, Duncan Robinson? Jay, when, you're, when your identity is Street Fighter, you don't go away from Street Fighter. Like, that's just yeah, what you're Yeah, but at some point, point, your knuckles hurt too much, right? Yeah, you, <laughs> and you, Not if you're so fucking locked yeah, in I and be, you'll do whatever it takes to win. It's, it's what's around them that's troubling to me. Yeah. One that worries me is... You can't go to a street fight with, with Duncan Robinson. Yeah. No, Duncan <laughs> Robinson's good. I, I, I make jokes about him, but he's good, and he's... He's probably been like that. It's weird how they've handled him. And, but last year they had to be. They felt like they he had to because last year. year defense was their identity. And this year, I don't know if they know their identity. Well, yet. And he went from being like a historic three point shooter to being like a good pretty good shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you paid him to be historic, right? Like he was shooting at the clip that Clay Thompson used to shoot at. And so like when he no longer does he's that, shooting and at he's the just clip shooting like Clay Thompson is shooting at. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Don't do that to Clay. My bad. Or Clay Thompson. I can't believe you guys are out on the heat. I'm not. That's a mistake, they'll my friends. Be, they'll be much better than they are right now. They'll they'll win a lot of games. I just, unless they are able to replace that P.J. Tucker role and get more defense, I just don't think their offense will be good enough. Not a Dwayne Dedman fan? I also think the East, the, the East is going to be tough, man. No, I'm not a Dwayne Dedman fan. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, like getting past the Bucks is going to be a problem. If the Bucks are healthy, right? Like that Bucks team is like who guards far who, above everybody else? Who guards Giannis? And if Bam is guarding Giannis, what's the help situation? Past Boston will be tough, and I still think like you don't want to see Cleveland too early in the playoffs, just because they'll have guys that could take a chunk. Like to me, it, it's just a lot of good. T- I feel like Miami, if they went, if they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. It'll be another situation where Jimmy is like, I could go to the hole and push this to overtime, but I'm way too tired. Let's chuck this three. <laughs> like, hey, man, he's hitting like 40% this year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I feel like it's going to take so much to get to the East Finals because he just yeah, doesn't have that but much. that's every year. Like, if they, if they only get back to the East Finals again, I know it's not I'm going to win a fucking championship, but that's no, that's incredible. really good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that incredible. would be three out of four years of being in the in the East Finals or better. I yeah. just don't know that they're better to get over that hump. That, I also know. feel like every year I look at the Heat and doubt them, and then they pull a Max Struess out of their ass and yeah, and just prove me wrong. That's going to be it's, Nikola it's Jovic Vincent now, right? Year. Like this, oh yeah, 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 so yeah, if, yeah, 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 yeah. If no if Jovic just by playoff time is averaging thirty minutes a game and a huge plus, then I won't be shocked. Also, also, if he's averaging 30 minutes a game by playoff, that like that might not be a good thing. They might be in trouble. <laughs> they they got to rely on a rookie to, to come in and play 30 minutes a game. Yeah. Well, you hey. would have said the same thing about Max Struess last year. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. And he's good on both ends of the floor, which is important. Hey, don't forget to check out our friends over at No Dunks. J.E. Skeets, Tass Mellis, Trey Kirby, produced by Jason Doyle, Monday through Friday, sometimes on the weekends and nights, right here on the Athletic Podcast Network. Back after this looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone luckily with 24 7 us-based live customer service from discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime day or night yep you heard that right you can talk to a real human and customer service at any time sounds like a real game changer if you ask us make the right call and get the service you deserve with discover limitations apply See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. 
StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. And we're back. Take three. Can Miles Turner the table for the Lakers? Although the Lakers and Pacers stepped away from the trade talks shortly before training camp that involved Russell Westbrook and draft picks going to Indiana for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald, the Pacers center says it's a deal that could be worth revisiting. That's right. Pacers center Miles Turner thinks the Lakers should trade for him. Jade, play the tape. That's such an intriguing question at that. Um, I think personally, you know, when you look at this business of the league and, you know, knowing the landscape of the league, you know, you have to go off your future, right? And think, we, we all know picks are so valuable in this league. And someone like myself, I'm heading into the last year of my, you know, my deal. And you want to make sure, you know, you're getting a return, you know, for your assets, right? So, you know, if I'm the Lakers, I take a very hard look at this with the position that you're in. I know what I can provide for a team, you know, my, my leadership, my shot blocking, you know, my three-point ability, and just my ability to make plays out there on the floor. And I take a very long look at it. But as far as pulling the trigger, you know, that's, uh, I get paid to shoot. You know, I'm not paid to make these calls. So everything turn, turn, turn. There is a season turn, turn, turn. And comments were made during an appearance on an ESPN podcast. In the interest of full disclosure, Buddy Heald is a former client of Rob Palenka, who has promises to keep and miles and miles to go before he sleeps. As reported, the Lakers have been reluctant to include both their first round picks in 2027 and 2029 to upgrade this roster. According to reports, the Lakers plan to reassess the roster approximately 20 games in and could look to re-engage in trade talks around Thanksgiving. Spoiler alert, you'll still be terrible when we're watching the Detroit Lions with a turkey leg in one hand and the TV remote in the other so we can check in on that Charlie Brown balloon in the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day Parade. Marcus... Can Miles Turner Turner the table on this awful Lakers season? No, he cannot. By the <laughs> way, this is Miles Turner who's shooting thirty four percent from the field in his three games back. Uh, well, I mean, you know, yeah, no, Pacers aren't trying to. You know. He said he's gonna I, have a breakout year, didn't he? No, Miles Turner is actually like a, a really good player, and I do feel like if he's your third or fourth best player, you're a good team. But mm-hmm. you, you have the Miles Turner, Anthony Davis problem. And both of those dudes kind of like to stand outside the paint, shoot the ball. <laughs> and at some point, somebody's kind of got to get down low. Uh, <laughs> I, think they'll, I think they'd be better. I think he can make them a, a, a play-in, maybe playoff-type team. It might be enough. What LeBron well, especially, needs... Especially if Buddy, especially if buddy, if buddy, it, right? buddy comes with him, yeah. What LeBron needs... What he's not getting is somebody to just say, yo, this is my team for right now. And I don't know if Miles Turner is that guy, uh, which means LeBron's still going to have to be LeBron. You're not that and, guy. Yeah, You're not that guy, It's, it's kind of the same problem, but yeah, he can help. I mean, like, like look, yeah. who, who are they playing now, right? Like, <laughs> I, I just remember <laughs> Lakers Jones. lamenting. They're playing Damian like, Jones. St- uh, Stanley, uh... <laughs> <laughs> they, Stanley they, Johnson. They, Stanley Johnson did. They were like, "No, we lost Stanley." Man, they Johnson. need Stanley Johnson. Let me tell you, <laughs> right? they, like, need, so, they need someone yeah, who wants to play Miles defense Turner's right definitely now. Definitely an upgrade, but I don't know if yeah. he gets them over the hump in the West. Jay, is it worth giving up the future picks? No, no. And this is the only thing the Lakers have done right in like since their championship is hold on to these picks. And I don't trust that they'll continue to hold on to the picks because they're going to get desperate. And they're going to look at their awful record. But no, you don't trade the picks because this team is never going to be good enough. Miles Turner ain't helping this team. Buddy Heald ain't pushing pushing this team over the top. Anybody else listed as a possibility for that team, Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, some of those guys are good players. But this team is no good. 
And they're not just right. one or two like role players away from becoming good either. This just they're not good enough. And I I really think they they blew an opportunity to trade Anthony Davis, trade LeBron James, and rebuild. As hard as that would have been, they could have reloaded on all their picks. They would have well, still been the Lakers. They would have been able to have that clout to go after free agents down the road. Instead, they just no. Can you have LeBron break that record in someone else's jersey after trading him? Yeah, what? <laughs> like that's because that's the only thing they have going for them right now. Is that LeBron saying, might break also, a record who's, in their jersey? Who's given who's given up future picks? Like like good future first round picks for LeBron. Uh, he's thirty seven. You're twenty. Like he's still LeBron James, and he's still on offense. He's good enough to put Orlando a might. good team way over the top. He's horrible plus he's lebron james just the business aspect of it would be a, a huge boon for any organization out there including the lakers which might be part of why they kept him <laughs> <laughs> selling all those jerseys um so it, they just have to wait for like draymond green to come sign with them this summer marcus like that's the that's the plan <laughs> they're keeping yeah. all that cap space and they, they've really got to the hit the picks they've really got to hit the picks they've got to find some young talent. One thing we've learned about this season is chemistry and like how a team is assembled matters as much as anything. Uh, and mm-hmm. they're just a poorly assembled roster. So they've got to get pieces to make, make it make sense. Uh, to me, like, like I know I've said this like jokingly, but the more I think about it, the more they should do it is they need to go get uh, De'Aaron Fox, man. Uh, yes. Get De'Aaron Fox. That's the short-term do, fix right there. Go get De'Aaron Fox what? for Russell Westbrook. Boom. Book that. To, for why? Why would the Kings do it? No, why would the Lakers? Why? How is that a solution? De'Aaron Fox can carry the Lakers. Like, he, hey, put the to, ball in his hands. Yeah. To, to. About as far <laughs> as anybody carrying him right now. <laughs> Zach looks baffled right now. The I mean Russ is an Air expiring Fox is contract a good player, bro. Like he's a good he's player. A, he, like, he is capable of scoring at a respectable efficiency. That's what they need right now. They need somebody. No, they need a lot more than that. No, they that, need a guy the who helps need, the team and who plays defense is a, and is a point guard who can makes others like, better. Rock and create uh-huh. offense off the dribble. Uh-huh. Isn't it sad though how they've wasted LeBron? Like there is a proven there is a proven formula for the types of players to surround him with and just guys who play defense and make threes. And they got none of those guys. They just launch brick after brick after brick. That front office, they have just absolutely wasted the last great years from LeBron James. And it's bad, man. It's so bad to I, watch them. They are a joke. I don't want to be a hall monitor here, but I think we've I think we've missed the point of this entire conversation. That's probably on me. I should have asked something, but like, should Miles Turner be fined for openly asking to be traded to the Lakers? <laughs> like, this is fucking it, you nuts. can't. He's not tampering <laughs> with another player. He's talking about his own situation. Yeah, but you you're not allowed to like yourself. openly request a trade. Right? I like, would look really good in the purple and gold. Yeah, you can't. I would yourself, love to baby. be in LA. I mean, it's not. It's not tampering. It's you know. Oh, so so when the Sixers have free agent conversations with PJ fucking Tucker weeks earlier, all of a sudden that's worth two two second round picks, right? I'm just but saying, was PJ I, Tucker on their team? We're we're going from tampering to pampering. Like that's, this is not okay. Is. It's pampering. All Miles oh, Turner my is doing is imagining a it's better trying life to get traded to the well, Lakers. This they makes do not me feel- dehumanize Miles Turner. All he's doing <laughs> is thinking dare. about okay, a better Kyrie, life for don't himself. You dare. He, he is thinking <laughs> look about at Marcus, how look he at Marcus, can classic media member, trying to get famous <laughs> on an Instagram reel once again, trying to go viral. Miles Turner just trying to envision a better life for himself. He's just trying to progress, and you trying to find him for it? Like, come on. He has a right to liberty, too. I do feel bad for Miles Turner, though. He's like Terrence Ross, man. Like, the Magic traded everybody <laughs> and just left Terrence Ross to, to just hey, Ro- drown Terrence on Ross that sinking ship. Hey, Terrence Ross Terrence don't Ross care. And, like, yo, give me shots and I'm good. And, and the he Pacers, wants shots and to be able to play 2K. That's the all Pacers that's traded Sabonis. Yeah, they traded Brogdon and Miles Turner is just 
so stuck. devastated that he's still there, it, that he's out the, there clamoring for himself the, to get traded. Only to the chance he has is if a team really wants Buddy Healed. He's just attached to Buddy <laughs> Healed, like big contract. You and me, Buddy, we're going. All right, coming up after the break, tanks for nothing. And are the Warriors okay? Back after this. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for take four. Tank four. Tanks for nothing. It's the Zach Harper NBA Power Rankings update. Update, motherfuckers. You know, as you know, Malika, shortly before the pandemic. Switch that. Switch that. Switch that. And so this whole notion of, of tanking came up. Nothing. Zach Harper's. Why are teams not tanking? What the hell is going on here? Did teams not get the memo about Victor Wimbanyama? Have they not seen him? Have they not seen him on a basketball court? Have they not seen him off a basketball court? Here it is, folks. Jade, give me the chant. Brick for Vic. Brick for Vic. Brick for Vic. In my latest NBA Power Rankings right here on TheAthletic.com, I said, quote, I know some people hate tanking culture. I get it. Totally do. But you can't sell me on the idea, the NBA being against tanking culture, when the NBA app is featuring when Benyama highlights every time you open it. I literally try to fire up League Pass, and it's Victor Wembenyama went for 34 points. Come watch. They are shoving Wembenyama down our throats. You like tanking. You like tanking, NBA. The Spurs, the Jazz, the Knicks, the Thunder. Hell, anyone except maybe a handful of teams. Memo to teams, as mentioned by Adam Silver last week. Uh, so it's roughly around a 14% chance. Mm. You can have a 14% chance of landing the Vic. Tanking. Yes. I understand you have an 86% chance of not landing him, but 14% is really good. Adam. An 86% chance of not getting yeah. um, the top pick. Thanks for doing the math on that one for us. We couldn't have done it on our own. Brick for Vic! Brick for Vic! Brick for Vic! Not going anywhere this year. You need Victor Wimbanyama. What are you doing? Start losing games already. Start tanking. Embrace the tank. Jay, has data-driven basketball been tossed out the window? We just Are we just here for, for vibes and competition now? We're just here for, for accidental wins. Like that, That's what this is all about so far is accidental wins. Like the Jazz, they don't want to win. They don't want to win. They, they want to lose the so Jazz many games. The Jazz are accidentally third in the and West. And then they accidentally <laughs> put together a team and hired a coach 
that has produced great basketball. Like they are moving the ball. They're playing into just a pretty style. They've beaten a whole bunch of playoff teams already. Like th- yeah. it's not like they're beating bums. Danny Ainge, the picture of him the other day With Will sitting Hardy. behind Will Hardy, just looking <laughs> devastated while the Jazz won another game was, was so incredible. Angry. Absolutely incredible. He's he's out there like what? Like Jordan Clarkson is passing the fucking ball now? Like why? Why? Why is Jordan Clarkson helping us win games? Why is Lowry Markinen suddenly a star? Why? Lowry Markinen Lowry turned into like Carl Malone. Like all of a sudden just dominating out there. Key, like. yeah. We are in an era of accidental <laughs> wins. My other theory though is that all the bad teams are still really bad, but they've just played the Timberwolves, and so they look better. <laughs> that is actually true. The Wolves have played the Spurs three times already this year. They played the Jazz a couple of times, the Thunder a couple of times. Like only the Lakers can't can't hang with the Wolves. The the Wolves are they got a lot of stuff to figure out, man. You know what this Marcus, is, Marcus? I I'll tell you. Exactly I have a theory. What this is that? Go ahead. Okay, I want to hear your theory. Oh, my theory is Adam Silver begged these specific teams, please. Try the first month so it looks good, and then do whatever you Bingo. want. Bingo. Bingo. You know what this is? This is like, you know, you see some kids hooping, and you and I'll get out there, and I'm like, man, y'all don't want none of this, right? Y'all don't want to see me. So you get out there, and I'm going crazy hard for like the first five minutes. I'm crossing yeah. over. I'm playing D. Mm-hmm. And then you know what sets in? Reality. Reality hits. And then I realized I'm 45 years old, out of shape, and ain't played real hoop in a long time. <laughs> and these kids out here playing every day, right? Hours every day. Yes, Hours. right? You watch how hard these teams fall. Some of these teams are going to fall off an absolute mm-hmm. cliff. And Adam Silver's like, hey, listen, we know who you are. We know what you're doing. But at least make it look good to start. And you know what? Yeah. That's actually smart business. Give give it people is. some interest, right? Like we thought Utah was done. We thought they were going to win seven games. Now they're going to win fifteen, right? Okay, still good. <laughs> but <laughs> you watch how hard these like it's smart. Like get get some energy. Get, you know, get them season tickets popping. Yeah. Get the TV. Yeah, and then Those when the cliff sold comes, for March and April. you fall yeah. off that thing. Ooh, that mm-hmm. fall is going to be precipitous. <laughs> there there has to be a point where it's simply come see Taylor Horton Tucker. Like there were, that's the marketing for it, right? But you can't do that in October and November. You got to save that for March and April. Uh, there will come a time when it's Taylor Horton Tucker season. There will come a time, uh, and it could be. It could need to be sooner than they expected. It could need to be like dust no, him well, off, give him the rock. They do have the flattened odds, like so. We know Houston and Orlando are going to be down there, right? Like Houston, Orlando, like nothing's fixing that. Like these guys are just young and uh, Detroit. I, I think a, a change is. I think Detroit is going to turn it around. Detroit's I don't think they're. Good, the, I don't think they're this bad. Yeah. I don't think they're this no, bad. They've, they've, got, some, a lot they've, of they've just, got some close losses to some good teams. Yeah, they also like are like horrendous in the second half of games. Like when they fall apart, like it is. It's pretty dramatic. Um, Metaphor for the outside season. Of, outside of that, you know, the Thunder. Like that. The this is what they do are, every year. No, this is what they do every year. They're gonna sit down, Shay. Like they do this every year. Are, and it's gonna be the Poku show. They are tank masters, but but they actually have like signs of life right now. Like that. Yes. That is not a terrible team right now. They they are no, actually. They will, they will make it terrible at some point. Okay. Yes. Yes. No. There's a lot of there's a lot of good time. And Shay Gilgis Alexander is ridiculous, right? Like he's he's incredible, which is why at some point they will have to shut him down again. They do it. Almost every year, yeah, that's that's their thing. They uh, yeah, they just send their good players away. But but the Spurs, like the Spurs, are just playing good, fun basketball. Like Kelton Johnson is have is out of his mind right now, and they're playing fast. They're playing athletic. The Jazz obviously are like ten deep right now with the guy the guys they have on the, the roster. Like they're really going to have to trade off some dudes. The Spurs are averaging thirty one assists per game. They're playing. Beautiful basketball. Now, again, like 31. you said, they've, That's like they've, played the, they've played the Wolves three times already. Celtics type shit. Yeah. They've played the Wolves three times. So <laughs> you only get one more of those, San Antonio. Like it's not going to, it's not going to be every damn night you get to, you get to play the Wolves. But um, at some point, yeah, at some point, some of these teams are going to have to get this together. All right. Take five. Are the Woeful Warriors getting rooked? Eight games into the Warriors 2022-2023 campaign, and the defending champs are looking anything but great. Sitting at just 3-5, 12th in the West as of this recording. 
Dubs were defeated by the Miami Heat on Tuesday night, 116-109 at FTX Arena. So what is happening? Is it Jordan Poole, who has called for more carrying violations than the entire Miami Heat team Tuesday night? Also, he's been so inconsistent to start the season, I'm worried that Marcus and Jay are going to pepper me with demands that he's voted most improved player in the league. Like, that's how, that that's that how inconsistent it's been. That was wow. last year. We're doing it again. Apparently, the NBA is focused on making a point of emphasis on those carrying calls, and Steve Kerr and Draymond Green are bewildered. Jade, play the tape. The video serves the purpose that it was supposed to serve. No, not that tape of Draymond. The other tape of Draymond. They called Jordan for for three carries. I guess it was something that they had emailed and said that was going to be an added emphasis. I mean, number one, did you guys know that? And what do you just think of, I guess, the new palming emphasis? If you're going to call that, you better call it because every guard in the NBA carries a lot. Um, so, and some of the best ball handlers in the NBA carries often. So, if it's a point of emphasis, then let's see it. But I'm not sure how many I've seen all year in a C3 in one game on one guy. So, if it's a point of emphasis, great. But let's, let's, let's see it then. Yeah. Because... But they get one. Them, I love Kyle. I love Jimmy. They're great. But they not not carrying the whole game. So if we only got one, and I think it was on Caleb Martin or um, one of those guys in front of our bench, it's only one. Can't be too much of a point of emphasis. So we'd love to see it continue being called. Poole wasn't happy with the calls as shown immediately after the game on his Instagram story, throwing subtle shots at the officials. Golden State dropped its third straight game and remains winless on the road this season at 0-4. Marcus, what's wrong with the Warriors? First off, the carrying emphasis is racist. Like, this ain't nothing but the dress code revisited. Chris Paul got hit with one last night late in the <laughs> game, and he was bewildered. <laughs> Those this Jordan feels like the dress code. I don't Stop care if there's a point of emphasis. He went under the ball. Those, were, <laughs> those had to be called. I don't no, care if there was hey, a memo that sent out. Jordan like, Poole is literally putting a Samsonite handle on the ball, right? Like, it's, <laughs> But he's been doing it forever. I don't know why they just not yeah. calling it. Like, that dude, hey, he will get a good four steps in between dribbles. It's like dribble, oh, feet pattern, feet yeah. pattern, feet pattern, dribble. Yeah. Like, he ends up carrying it like a like a bowl of ice cream at one point when he puts the hand under the ball he so, does so this dramatically. Thing where he comes and he's about to cross over and there's like a pause, but instead of crossing over, he'll just spin move. I'm like, you already <laughs> held the ball for the alignment amount of time. Like, he looks like fucking hot sauce out there on the N1 tour. Like, I like ex- expect him to do one of those and throw the ball into the crowd. Like, No question. I, he does it all the time. He's going to put the ball under his jersey, hit it around his waist. I see like, what they're saying, like, all the yeah. time. But why are you calling it now, though? I, I will say the look at the ref was epic, though. It was great, man. The look was at so the ref good. was epic. <laughs> you could do literally a rankings with all Jordan Poole memes. Uh I don't know if the Warriors are okay. I, I, yeah. Part of me thinks they're okay. They'll be fine, right? But the other part of me thinks maybe they're tanking for Wimbenyama. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. Light years. Here, here's the here's the interesting part. They're actually the whole issue with the Warriors is the win and develop. They're actually not playing their, <laughs> the guys. They're you know, developing those young, other than, like <laughs> Moody got some time on Butler Moody's last time. night or Moody's Tuesday night. In. But everyone else, they like, you better get your young ass Moody's back to the bench. In. Like, we're Kaminga's not doing this. Kaminga's getting DMP'd. Wiseman's, yeah. you know, he'll get, a, he'll get a half. If he ain't looking good, he'll yeah. sit down. So it's not like yeah. throw those he guys out a there shot. and whatever he happens, He blocks a happens. shot, and, and Steve Kerr pulls him out like, well, it's not going to get better than yeah. that. Like, you, gotta, <laughs> you better sit down. You got your that, highlights. That's the interesting <laughs> part, like, to me. That's why it's concerning to me. Because you looked at their roster entering the season, and you thought they need one of the young guys to pop. Just one of them. Yeah. And I figured that was a home run. One of them was definitely going to pop. Who's it going to be? Moses I Moody don't. is the leader in the clubhouse. He's been fine. Like, he he's more dependable than the other guys. But Kaminga not even being in the rotation a lot of the time. Wiseman being just hurtful to their chances. It's not good. And I think... Kerr said, like, we'll figure this out. They'll figure it out. They'll be fine by the end of the season. And that made me think, 
that he's he's not very confident. Here's why <laughs> they'll be fine. Though. If you're confident, you're you're like holding them to a higher standard, saying Wiseman's got to be better. And Kerr's like, don't worry about him. He'll he'll be fine. It's like yeah. Here, here's what he knows though. At any point, he could just stop playing those guys. <laughs> like at any yeah. point, he could just yeah. He right now, he's trying them, to right? manage. Yeah. Jamichael Green and Kaminga, right? Like, Steph yeah. still ain't playing the whole... Like, everybody in Warriors land know when the Warriors are serious, Steph is playing all of the first and all of the third. He still yeah. got the weird substitution patterns and all that. But at any point, they know they could they could put in Jamichael Green, Dante DiVincenzo, cut them other dudes out, and it's Poole and Moody, and those are the youngsters. And when they get to that point, the problem with that is if you go ahead and wave that flag, you can't even trade them dudes. Like you, you're just basically saying. I mean, you can trade them. You just won't get the value yeah. that you would think. Right. So they, they've got to kind of. Yeah, you're not flipping those dude for whatever the next disgruntled star is. At yeah, that absolutely. Point, right? Imagine if none of those guys pan out, and I'm not saying that's going to happen because I think Kaminga and Wiseman are still just super talented. Yeah, I think Kaminga's a lock. Like he's so good. Yeah, uh, he just but imagine if none of those guys pan out, and the Warriors just decided with Curry and Green and Thompson to just pass on the opportunity to use those guys as trade chips and, and get nothing out of them. That would be really bad. You know what I think would be funny? What would be a real light years move? Flip those young dudes and whatever salary it needs to be to Indiana for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald <laughs> and then flip them to the Lakers and get those picks. Cut Russ. And at that point, you just have the Lakers picks and you still have your core. You haven't disrupted any of that. You're not going to play them anyway at that point. Or flip them for KD. I think that's what the Warriors should do. That was that was a galaxy KD brain good, take uh, right there. KD good. Uh, you know, KD might not want to be there anymore. He, you know, half of his, uh, he's shooting 50% on getting people fired, by the way. KD, always efficient. All right, that's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Thank you for listening. Make sure subscribe to all the podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network. We're talking Warriors Plus Minus, anything's potable. Down to dunk, no dunks, glue guys, Sixers beat, and also the Bun and Cardigan Show, a Detroit Pistons podcast with our good friend James Edwards III. For Jay King, for Marcus, not Clay Thompson, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time on Point of Contention.